Welcome to the Social Witnessing Podcast, observing the world from a nice, safe distance. All right, episode 10, Social Witnessing with our new friend, Amanda from Rock Monster Friends. What's up, Amanda? Welcome. Hi. Hi, thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. 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 So um, we'll get to uh, Rock Monster Friends in a minute, but we wanted to start off by getting to know you a little bit since you're actually our first guest that we don't know personally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's an exciting day. So we just wanted to hear a little bit about kind of your COVID situation, um, what you guys have been doing, how it's been for you, how much isolating have you been up to and all that sort of thing. Sure. Um, So... I guess what are we at five five six weeks I think um, of isolating we've been um, doing it right from the beginning I feel like we were um, some of the first people out of our friends to actually start taking it seriously um, so it's uh, I live with my partner um, and then we have two children so I have a three-year-old and a five-month-old so it's the four of us here um, and we're doing quite well. Um, I'm on maternity leave because I have a five-month-old. So I'm still, um, I'm getting EI for that. And I still have a job, hopefully, uh, when all of this ends and, and my husband's able to work from home. So we consider ourselves re- really quite lucky. And what, what's that like being ha- uh, having such a young child at home and kind of going through, through that whole process in the midst of this? Um, like the five month old or the three year old? Yeah, the five month old. Um, it's been, it's, I actually had to take him today it was it was a bit of a weird day. It was his first time in a car seat in about six weeks. He needed uh, to go to children's hospital for some blood work. Uh, he was born premature. So he's, you know, a little bit young. And I've been a little bit concerned about him because um, he has some health concerns because he was uh, born premature. I mean, he's totally fine, but um, he is considered more at risk. So it is a little bit scary. Um, Even though they say children are are supposed to be safer, there are some who are immunocompromised. So I felt a little bit nervous about that. Um, But to be totally honest, mat leave isn't that different than this because you're home a lot. Yeah. you're, uh, You're on nap schedules and taking care of babies. And so in that in that regard, I'm actually lucky. It hasn't been that shocking for me. Do you find that kind of keeps your mind off things just you know, we we have a six-year-old, almost seven-year-old, so it's been a little while, but definitely remember those days where there's not really much room of anything. It's actually pretty amazing all that you've been able to accomplish with Rock Monster Friends in the midst of that. Yeah, it's been, it's been so busy between just having the kids and my husband's working all day, so it's just me and the kids. And, um, and then now this Rock Monster thing, which is sort of exploded it's been I don't think I have time to think so it is a bit of a distraction which is more of a blessing than anything so how are you like how do you get work done because we've had one kid and I know how much time that takes like where are you finding time to do this or to um even find time for yourself right now yeah I'm 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 sort of my time for me is rock monsters right now so i'm trying to to give back and um i'm not really doing anything for me personally um which is 
which is fine. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Um, but I guess evenings and my three-year-old still naps most days. So that is, that's quite nice. And, um, I've scheduled things so that they both nap at the same time. So I usually have an hour in the day, uh, where I can get some stuff done. And then I have the evening if I'm not too tired. Yeah, that must, that must be hard some days. I, I remember still that one hour nap. The baby nap is like the one hour you get to either sleep or shower. And so having yeah. having to try and run this thing that you're running. Let's get into that, I guess. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Rock Monster Friends, what it is, how you got started, how the idea came about and what's been happening over? I guess it's just been a couple of weeks from what I from what I, I yeah, it's tell. been it's been a few weeks um, since I wrote the book. And it all just happened really quite quickly. I was just thinking of activities to do with my three-year-old. She is usually in preschool uh, in the morning. So all of a sudden I had her all the time. So I was looking for activities to do with her. And we just decided on one of our walks to collect rocks and paint monsters on them. So I did that and I posted it on my regular Instagram account. And so many people liked the idea or copied the idea or said they were doing something like that too. Um, and then I thought, um, because my daughter couldn't see any of her friends, we would hide some of these rocks sort of on the walk to some friends' houses so that they could see the rocks and then know we were there and that we were thinking of them. And then they really liked that idea. And so I thought, well, maybe I can make this meaningful. And so I wrote the story and um, created an Instagram account for that. And within a week, I was interviewed by Global BC. And then that story went national. And before two weeks, um, Sophie Trudeau posted about it on her Instagram story, which was really amazing. And, and uh, I've had messages from people all over the world now who are participating and who love the story and people who are just grateful that um there's something out there to help them talk to their kids about what's going on um so it's been really cool I also think it must be um kind of nice for parents too because usually stories are all about the kid and relating to the world and things like that but in yours you do have a purple rock (laughs) (laughs) which uh talks about how your parents are taking care of you and keeping you safe so uh is there a reason why you put that in there like is were, were you facing those issues yourself where you maybe your your child wasn't understanding that you know sometimes like one parent has to work and they're not really used to seeing that I think yeah the the idea for the purple rock actually came from talking to a friend who's in Toronto and she was just talking about how both her and her husband are working and I have a few friends who are in this situation but her and her husband are both working and it's hard they can't their kids are young they want to play with them they want to be entertained um and their parents they just can't do that people are working mm-hmm. and um, to so I I did that on purpose for these parents who are at home and and need to tell their kids I can't spend all my time with you mm-hmm. I'm a little bit luckier because I am not working right now but I actually do think it's good for kids to know that we are adults and we have other things going on and though our children are very important to us I think it's good for them to see that we have other lives and other responsibilities um I think that sets a good example and helps them learn that the whole world isn't 
isn't uh, focused on them. Can we uh, just backtrack a little bit uh, just to make mm-hmm. sure everybody understands? So can you tell us a little bit like the synopsis, kind of the idea for the book and, and what it is kind of the over overarching idea of it is? Yeah, sure. That that makes sense. Let's go backwards <laughs> a bit. Um, so um, it just talks about... Um, that there's rock monsters hiding in your neighborhood um and if you find them these monsters are are uh, representing something or sending a message to you um and first of all we're not supposed to touch them um and uh, so this is like a way to explain <laughs> covid and the situation to your kids yeah Just... totally yeah, totally. And I think a, another really um, like important theme that you had in there was, again, I, I was like, really, I had my favorite rocks, but the, the yellow one was one I think like for our son was a favorite, because I think that's really hard to explain to kids right now, like, missing your family and missing your friends and not being able to go out. And like, I just thought it, that was a really nice idea, like a way, like exactly what you said, like walking somewhere and being able to drop to drop the rocks. Have you had like, are, are your children or is your one child old enough to understand like leaving those rocks and that maybe her friends would see them? Yeah, absolutely. And it's been nice for her too, because I've had so many people sending in photos of rocks all over the world. So to show her that and explain, people are putting these rocks all over the mm-hmm. place because everybody is experiencing this. Everybody is supposed to stay home right now. We're all missing our friends. We're all missing our families. Um but when we see these rocks, we know that there's other people who are doing the things that they're supposed to be doing. Um, red monsters want you to make sure you wash your hands. And it's the idea of this, it's, it doesn't go into too much depth because depending on how old your kid is, you can use the story to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So it, the red monsters say to wash your hands, but we, if your kid is a little bit older and can understand more, we can talk more about maybe wearing masks and not touching our faces and how germs spread um and you can sort of it's pretty open-ended so you can go into a little bit more depth but it's a really great starting off point yeah and i think even to that um you did um add in like blue rocks that talked about like healthcare providers and things like that did that help you as a launching point um or has anyone told you that that's been a good launching point to explain to kids like even how healthcare works or or like what's happening in the world to combat this I guess that's a pretty big word for a kid but yeah do you think it's helping to explain kids like what actions adults are taking to make the situation better yeah absolutely and um I mean I I mentioned like grocers and scientists and doctors and nurses but there's so many other people out there who are essential workers um so that it's even just for me I've been talking to people and saying like who else is out there who else do we need to thank um and so I sort of have ideas like even um, I was thinking we should all be putting blue rocks by the blue box mm-hmm. for the people who pick up our recycling um, and garbage men. And there's a lot of people out there doing things. So it's even just in my own life, it's initiated like some thoughts about who do we need to be thanking. Um, and then we can talk about that with other people too. So, And I think the part that I really liked is that this is just like you've made this uh, available on your website for free. It's just a download that anybody can get and they can read it to their child, help them understand the situation in a much more simplified and less intimidating way. And that um, anybody who wants um, just donates and you uh, you give off 100% of, that, of those donations 
to a charity called Mamas for Mamas, which um, do you yeah. want to like talk about a little bit of, about that and how you got involved with them and what they do? Yeah, so Mamas for Mamas is a Canadian charity um, and they basically support families and mothers who are in crisis or um, are struggling with poverty um, and they help in a lot of ways. They have a sustainable nutrition program um, that helps provide like fresh healthy food or they can help with diapers or counseling or clothing, um, literally anything that people need um, and especially right now. Um, People are in are in crisis mode and they need extra help. So they have 52 chapters across Canada. Um, so they're really trying to help um, families, and they're also working with um, governments and other nonprofit agencies to actually try and change the systems that contribute to the poverty cycle, um, with mental health issues and housing and food insecurity. So they do a lot of good things. Um, on my website, there's a link to learn more about what Mamas for Mamas does. Um, but uh, it was interesting. One of the main reasons I chose them was actually because in the green um, rock monsters, the green mo rock monsters talk about um, keeping your body healthy and moving your body and eating healthy foods. And I kind of struggled a little bit when I wrote it because I thought if some people are getting that and just the line that says veggies and fruits are best, there are families out there who can't provide fresh veggies and fruits for their children. And so it felt a little bit unfair. So I thought I would support um, a charity that is trying to do that to make, um, to give families what they need, like the, their most basic needs. And what motivated you to offer this all kind of for free as a download? Because I think a lot of people, um, not to be cynical, but I think many people would, if they had this kind of national attention and got all this press, would be rushing to monetize. And I really loved that you were doing this all for charity and that you were just offering this as a, a free way for parents to just help help this situation for their own kids. Yeah, I um, I just, the whole message of Rock Monsters is, you know, doing what we should and sending love and spreading joy and positivity and the idea of making it mandatory for people to pay just doesn't feel right. Um, but I'm hoping that if people have found it valuable and if they're in a position where they can, um, I hope they will donate and um, yeah, a hundred percent of the money will go to a really good cause. Um, but the other thing too, is a lot of people are in crisis mode. I consider us, very lucky that we we at this point are okay during the COVID uh, pandemic, but a lot of families are not and they're struggling and they don't know, you know, where they're going to get their next meal. And there's all kinds of other issues that people could be having. So I wouldn't want anybody not to be able to participate or not to be able to have access to the story because of that. Mm -hmm. Are you finding like, just to, um, to talk about maybe your, your larger life in general, how are you finding like, just how it is to be at home now and um like how do you do you find do you see a way to like grow within your home and are you finding anything that's just extra valuable at this time or that you're learning with like within your family um I think it's it's often on our yeah. on our on our show we try to talk about like the positivity that's coming out of this and your yours has a lot yeah. of positivity but do you have anything like personally that's happening that you're finding very positive? Yeah, I mean this is sort of feels like the biggest thing that's happening right now because it's just gone from 0 to 60 so quickly. Um and it has been really positive. I 
the amount of messages I'm getting from people, like, it just makes me want to cry. I just feel like just people who are so grateful because it's just given them this fun thing to do with their kids and their kids are getting so much joy out of it and it's made it easier to talk to their kids about it. So that's just, it's been an amazingly positive experience for me. Um, And I think I'm just with my family, I'm just feeling actually really grateful that we are where we are. And I'm, I have a lot of time to spend with my children right now. And um, a lot of time to spend with my husband right now. And uh, like, this is a scary, scary time, but like in the whole scheme of things, we're pretty lucky. Um, So just trying to stay positive and this isn't forever. And I, I miss, um, I miss my family and I have family in the U S who I don't know when I'm ever going to see it. I shouldn't say when I'm ever going to see again, but it could be a really long mm-hmm. time um, before we're crossing borders and seeing each other again. And I have an elderly grandmother in Victoria who um, I'm used to seeing quite a bit and, and I can't see her right now. So um, yeah, there's things I'm worried about, but at the end of the day, we have a lot to be grateful for and just trying to remember those things. Yeah. And within that, um, I think, there's a balance between the anxiety that uh, I'm sure most of us are feeling right now and the positivity. Where do you and your husband, mm-hmm. are you guys on kind of the same end of the spectrum of anxiety and positivity or you guys differ? I would say we're, we're pretty similar and we're trying to, you know, have good communication because I say this, Oh, we're so grateful, but it doesn't, doesn't mean I don't have a moment where I have, I'm having a tough day or I feel like I need to, run into the bathroom and lock the door to escape my kids for 10 minutes or I do have those moments I do have those days and um, my husband does too um I but I think overall we're staying positive um and you know you're you can have a bad day or a bad moment and and then you sort of try and get back on track and we help each other out in that what do you do in those moments what's kind of like your go-to method when the anxiety kind of ramps up and you're just you're just having a rough minute um on a good day maybe i'll call a family member or um something you know reach out to a friend or you know plan a a talk like a zoom chat with some girlfriends on a bad day you maybe get a glass of wine (laughs) the booming industry of covid 19 (laughs) a glass or two or three (laughs) yeah I think that's that's the same over here I think we really try to stay positive and and through this I think we are even learning through different people like how how they're coping and how they're trying to stay positive so yeah I I think that's true sometimes you just have to allow yourself a little space to be an adult and just you know sit in your feelings and and get and move on to the next day and try to you know, work, work through process how you're feeling so that you can even teach your kids later how to do that. Are you finding like, in any of your conversations with people, are they having to work through with their children, how how to process emotions? And have you heard anybody or do you have any advice for for other parents who maybe, you know, our kids are trapped inside some some are having tantrums, some feel, you know, it's depression for the first time for them, and they don't really understand the feelings. Have you had any conversations? Or do you have any advice for parents who are kind of experiencing that for the first time yeah um what I've been doing um with my daughter aside from rock monsters is we are working through lists we're calling them our core activities and um 
they're mostly curated by her. So there's activities like pretend there's mud in the kitchen and play with an umbrella <laughs> and stuff that seems totally ridiculous to me. Um, but we're, we're baking things and we're doing crafts and um, we're painting rock monsters and we're going for walks and all kind. We are just basically filling up these lists and I'm documenting them so we can go back and look at different things that we did. And uh, just talking to her about how, Although we are, we're missing our friends and we're missing our family, you know, this is a really special time where we get to work through these lists, lists of activities together. And um, I just try and encourage her to talk about her feelings. And we try and do meditations. Um, and we just basically do our best. And we have good days and we have bad days. Um, one thing that's been a challenge, so we've tried to do, we have a fence, but with a gate that closes in our front yard. So we've tried to do some social distancing hangouts where um, a friend of hers will come and they're on the other side mm -hmm. of the gate and because she really is missing her friends and it honestly hasn't gone that well. Yeah. It's just hard for her. They don't, it's confusing to them to be so close to each other, but they can't really properly mm -hmm. play. So they were having a dance party and, you know, they both kind of got upset like, I want to have a proper dance party. And then my daughter was at home, so she was able to go get um, a musical instrument. But then the other girl couldn't play with a musical instrument. It's just hard. It's confusing. So I'm totally would love to hear from other people what their ideas are. I just know what I'm doing. But um, at the end of the day, maybe be a little easier on your kids, too. This is hard for everyone. Yeah, we've spoken about that before, that anytime you kind of are you get upset at your kid it's just like within like a few seconds you're like ah the, you know this is not the time to argue or yeah. battle over anything or try and make a point or anything they're I, I think we can't even really tell how they're affected because kids don't really express themselves in that way you just notice that they're suddenly emotional way too way too quickly mm -hmm. for the situation yeah and so yeah. it's tough has that, has that been the hardest yeah. thing for you um, in dealing with this or have you had kind of bigger challenges? No, I'd say that's been, that's been the most challenging. Right. And so yeah. I guess rock monster is your answer for, for usually we ask, how do you deal with that? But I guess that's, that's the entire thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping people find value in it and it helps a little bit. I'm not going to be able to solve all your problems, but uh, hopefully this helps um, kids a little bit. And I know my daughter really loves it. And it's, it's also one thing I like about the activity is that people who have toddlers will know you start an art project and 10 minutes later it's done and you're thinking okay well now what because that didn't kill very much time but this one actually takes a while you have to go and you have to collect the rocks and then wash them and dry them and it takes several coats of paint um so it, it actually takes a few days so it's sort of um it's a good build up and it's lots of fun and when you go for your walks you can find them you can find rock monsters later and in our neighborhood there are so many every time we go for a for a walk we see new rocks that we haven't made so that is so fun for my daughter and just seeing like the different colors and the different faces on them it's it's really quite fun yeah I think that's that's really nice that you've spread such a message of togetherness because even though like you you're not seeing any of those people but they heard you and they're out there doing the same thing kind of in response to the positive energy that you're putting out there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy actually to, to go out and see them and realize that 
I started that, it's just bizarre to me. It's it blows my mind. What was it like time. having Sophie Trudeau uh, comment on it? I, I didn't see. I tried to look for it, but I guess you said it was in the story, so that's why it's not there anymore. What what did she actually? Oh no, I think it's on. It's on her. It's on her Instagram oh, it page. It's um. Yep, it is. There's a picture of her her uh, kids. It's actually kind of a fuzzy picture, but her kids are painting. It's there. I can look for it and and uh, tell you uh, what the date was. But um, it was the fir- her first post af- actually after uh, recovering. So she didn't post for a couple weeks while she was sick with uh, COVID. But then it was her first post yeah. after recovering. So right. there's a bit of a gap in between. But um, that was amazing. It's funny. I was I was just actually sitting on the bed and um, feeding my son and looking at my phone and I saw that somebody had posted in French and my husband can speak French. So I said, Oh, can you come translate this for me? And uh, he came and he started reading it. And I was like, wow, this is so nice. And then he was like, Amanda, do you, do you know who posted that? And he was like, it was Sophie Trudeau. And I didn't believe him. I was like, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. And then my phone started blowing up. I was like, you have a new follower. You have a new follower. You have a new follower. And I, it was just, completely mind-blowing it, so really it must cool. have been a tough night to try and get to sleep <laughs> totally totally well and then I think I like my followers just kept coming and coming my phone probably died before um before I went to bed that night but it was yeah it was cool and I just woke up the next morning like Did that is, that, is that when you started reaching out to you about it no actually uh I was interviewed the I think it was in in the same week but I was interviewed I think on the Tuesday and that happened on the Friday or Saturday something like that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's I mean I don't know it's a pretty crazy story when when someone's telling us and I went and looked I'm like that's I don't know it's so it's so amazing that you did it and it's gotten out there so fast and so many people are benefiting from it uh my son and I we were actually painting rocks as well but that's it's not as fun. This has a full message, a full story. And I don't know, I just I liked the different colors and the different messages behind them, because I think different kids, they'll gravitate towards one color and learn the message just because they like that color. That was other. I I don't know. I like it. It's like interesting characters in a book. So um, do you know from this project, do you have any future plans? Like, do you have any like add ons? Or do you have any ideas about how you might want to grow this? Yeah, I have, um, I have some other ideas. Um, I might, I mean, as far as I'm concerned with this, um, I want it to be a charity project. So I am actually in the works, hopefully this week, there'll be some books printed, and they will have some new art, because I really just kind of threw this together. So, um, and I, I mean, I don't have a ton of time to be doing that kind of thing, but I did a few different illustrations and um, a couple updates on the book. So uh, a print version will be coming out soon, and then I'll be selling that with 100% of the proceeds going to Mamas for Mamas. Um, and then I think I'm going to try and do some coloring pages that people can, I'm not sure if they'll purchase them or or if they'll be for free. It depends, I think, on on how good the donations go. If lots of people are donating and people are being generous and they're coming in, I think I'll just offer them for free. But if I'm struggling to raise money, then I might just charge a, a small fee and, and people can pay for them and, and download them. And 
maybe some rock painting kits. I don't know. There's lots of, there's lots of things that I think I could do. So I'm having fun with it right now and slowly working through it in the uh, couple hours of free time that I have every day. And uh, I'm open to suggestions. And, and if ideas. people want to get, um, get on board and want to follow you or get involved with the project or download the book and you just uh, throw out all your uh, handles and websites and all that. Yep. Uh, so on Instagram or Facebook, it's just um, at Rock Monster Friends. And then my website is rockmonsterfriends.com. So pretty easy to remember. And the on Instagram, the link to the website is in my bio. And the story is on the website um, to, to be downloaded. And you can either donate on Facebook or on the website. Awesome. Well, we just want to say um, that it was really inspiring reading your story and really amazing what you're doing and that you're doing it all for charity and uh, trying to give back in a time where we're all kind of had a little bit of that hoarding mentality. Uh, So it's awesome to see um, someone just, just full out giving. Um, And um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on and sharing it with us. Yeah. And we will continue to promote your message to spread love and not germs, which (laughs) we're here doing that thank you (laughs) i like it yeah that's the other thing if if you do see rock monsters out please don't touch them i've had a lot of reports that people are moving them and i get it they're cute and they're fun and people want to take them they're tempting but one we shouldn't be touching things that other people have put there um because of covid and two uh children get sad when they go back to look for their monsters when they're not there so please instead make your own and and put them out for others to enjoy but uh, thank you guys so much for for having me coming by yeah this was great thank you so much thank you and best of luck with everything going forward hopefully we'll uh, get to chat with you again one of these days I would love it. Thank you so much.